You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink. And that's all I got now, don't you think? Hey, no, that's right. That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the line, 1524. Well, it's another night here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana. Dwayne, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing just lovely. I'm doing this all wrong. I'm Alan Stanger. Dwayne Bischoff. And we're the 15 side. And I'm Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. And we're the 24 side. And uh, we got a special guest here. We're going to introduce him in just a moment. But guys, how's the week's been? Crazy. It's been an, it's been busy. a little nuts, hasn't it? Yes. Busy, busy. We, we haven't been together recording for a little bit. It's been a couple weeks. In fact, we had to do uh, new sound checks here because we were on the road. So... That's why it was That's, all screwed it's up. all screwed up because we were on the road. It still is that. a little screwed up, but it'll all work out just fine. Our producer is amazing; mm. he can make us all sound good. So, uh, any interesting things happen while we were all, you know, I'm, at tractor shows and weddings? I, and I had a great week. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been really nice. Went to the tractor shows, spent some weekend time there with those guys and Dwayne and his family. And Margie and I got to go up and hang out with that group. Uh, other nights. Weather's changing here in southeastern Indiana. It's nice. It is. It is. It's going to be nice. Although it looks like it's going to get a little warm again. That's what it says. I'm, I'm concerned of when we're going to have the first frost. Yeah. Don't say that. I don't Last want to year, hear about it. I know. It. I was like, I wonder what's going to happen. And Jeff, you're getting ready to go on a little excursion here for uh, an event here in a couple of weeks, aren't you? Yeah, a couple of weeks. We'll be, uh, Robin and I be heading to Oregon um, for our daughter's wedding. <laughs> So we're all going to Oregon. There's 18 of us going to Oregon for a wedding at Gold Beach, uh, Oregon. And the only one of the 18 that's ever been there is my daughter. And she decided <laughs> while she while she was visiting, she decided that's where she was going to get married. So it's like, okay. There this, you go. Uh, this stems from a road trip podcast or not podcast but a blog that him and her friend did yeah this stems from a a road trip that she did uh not too long after she graduated from college and uh, another local friend was a senior um, at uc and she needed to do a project which her project decided to be like travel the country and sleep in tents and (laughs) and uh low footprint um we had another name for that back in our day yeah. yeah, but you know, you got It's two, all good. When your dad of of one of the two 20 young 20-year-old girls traveling around the country, it it creates a few gray hairs. Sure if, thing. if I had any more room for any more gray hairs. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, we said earlier we got a special guest, but we got he doesn't know it, but we got theme music for him. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> smile on that face, man. <laughs> How you like that, SJ? Got your own theme music now. 
was amazing. All right. <laughs> so several podcasts back, and it's been a while, uh, probably 20 podcasts ago, we had probably SJ so. on yeah. giving his... Uh, right around Super Bowl. Time. It was, yeah, uh, it was right after the Super Bowl. His yeah. mom was in a Super Bowl commercial. He's here now to give his thoughts on football. He's uh, probably the youngest football analyst that I know of who's pretty much spot on. In fact, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, UC, University of Cincinnati, played who? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yes. SJ picks UC by 10. UC wins by 11. Yep. And he doesn't even he follow doesn't college even football. Follow college football. NFL is so. his thing. It's a pretty amazing. So, so let's remind everybody his age. How old are you, SJ? You got old? Did you get older since the last time we saw you? Nope, still eleven. Still, still 11. eleven years old. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, SJ, eleven years old, is going to give his his opinion of the twenty twenty one NFL season so far. First of all, I know for a fact he is a humongous Seattle Seahawks fan. Yep. So I watched Seattle last night. Not so good. No. So, and unfortunately, your man, Russell Wilson, uh, I heard you tell me he's he's out for a while now. Yeah. So what injury did he have? He had a very bad sprained finger. Ouch. Finger? Yep. Really? On the throwing so, hand. Yeah. So, so what week in the season are we in right now? We Five, isn't five, it? Five, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Seattle's two and three now. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Well, Bengals got a better record. Wow. Well, we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> wow. So Don't upset him already. Well, Dwayne brought up the Bengals. What's your thought on the Bengals this year, SJ? I think the Bengals pick of Jamar Chase in the first round is a great pick, and he's going to pay off this first season. He, he already has. So, so far, every game, he's had a reception over 30 yards. So, there's that. that's a pretty where do you, esteemed company. Where do you project them to end the season at? I could see them getting... Seven to eight wins. Seven to eight wins. Great. So how do you think they're going to do this week against Green Bay? I think it'll be very close by Green Bay winning. Good okay, deal. okay, we okay need, what's the points on Green okay, Bay? He winning? said he's got Green Bay. What is it? <laughs> God, I love this kid. <laughs> so let's go by. Let's go. Um, let's talk about some top teams. So how about Dallas? What do you think about Dallas this year? Dallas is very solid, but the NFC is a tough uh, conference. They have bunch of Super Bowl contenders. I don't think Dallas is a real threat in the NFC. So who are you picking in the NFC as your top two teams? Probably still the Buccaneers and Cardinals. I would, I would say that's pretty good. Pretty good. Even so, though the Buccaneers lost their last game, did they not? They did, but they did. I think they're going to come back from okay. that. And why do you think they're coming back? Tell me why. I got to know because the Buccaneers. Tell me why. Because their roster is too skilled to not make a deep playoff run. Yeah, so Gronkowski was out for that game, was he not? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's. And he followed who there? What? He followed who there? Um. He followed oh who? Brady. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Great. (laughs) Gronk Gronk needs to retire. Have you ever heard him talk? I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Have you guys seen the commercial with with Brady and Gronkowski? So it's it's a cellular commercial. I I forget who what carrier, and so. It's the commercial is Brady's on a golf course, Gronk's at home, and this is before. And so Brady says, Brady goes, hey, what do you think I should do? And Gronk's response is, yeah, just stay retired, do this, do that. And, you know, I'll come play golf and stuff with you. Well, so what Brady hears is broke up and is, you should play. 
and I'll come play with you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was perfect. That's a great cellular commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, AFC, top couple teams in the AFC? Probably the <clears throat> Chiefs, Chargers are up there, Ravens, Browns is my top four. It's got two teams that are in the AFC North along with our Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. So right now, who leads the AFC North? Bengals. Bengals. Uh, <laughs> so what happened to the Steelers? Big Ben is should have retired last year. Should call him Old Ben. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. It's a bad decision by Mike Tomlin to sign him for another year, and he shouldn't be starting. Do Just they- so you folks know. He calls it as it is. That's right. But they don't have anybody. They didn't pick anybody to replace him yet, have they? They didn't pick anyone, but they signed Dwayne Haskins, who mm-hmm. isn't great, but he's better than Big Ben. <laughs> so, so, in other words, Bengals or Bengals, uh, Pittsburgh needs to be picking a quarterback this year in the draft. Yeah. So are there any good quarterbacks out there at college level? Oh, man, yeah, there's a few there of them coming yeah, up. Yeah, but are they what, NFL? What do you think? I think Desmond Ritter's a yeah. great pick for would be a great pick for the Steelers to replace Big Ben as quarterback. So Mary and I got a chance last Thursday night to go to the Thursday night game between the Bengals and Jacksonville. So what do you think of uh well obviously that outcome of that game was a win for the Bengals. Although at halftime we we left before halftime cuz I'm old and they were losing. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the, I mean it was amazing what it was amazing to see Burroughs bring the team back. He is definitely a leader. It's something that they've missed, uh, missed for right. a long yeah. time. Yeah, And he's got good people around him. It's um, Like you said, and T. Higgins has been out. So he gets back in there. That'll open the passing game up even more. So. Oh, yeah. well, the offensive line has done a lot better than I think anyone ever expected them to do and given him some time you know, to not have to scramble every, all, every, every play. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. You know, I, I've been away from the NFL a bit. I still read up a little bit on it, but I haven't really watched a lot of games in the last three or four years. And uh, I, I was actually telling Margie this, God, I want to go back to watching my NFL games. I miss it. And right now I'm just sort of told and I'm reading the reports and doing the things like this. And I think Cincinnati's doing rather well, and I think that if they end the season with eight to ten wins, it's pretty daggone good. <clears throat> if if you were to choose right now, who would you say is who's going to be the two in the Super Bowl? I would pick probably the Browns against the Cardinals. The Browns, the Browns. really? Wow. Yeah. wow. Really? Wait, against, wait a minute. Is that on DraftKings? Let me see if that's a bet. Against, Man. Against the I'm, Cardinals, okay. not, the, not the Bucks. No. I, yeah. I want to hear this between the Browns. Why is it you feel the I mean, now we're talking about a team that doesn't even contend most of the time, and you're at this point now that's saying they're going to make it to the – you feel they have a great possibility of being in the Super Bowl. Why is that? Because every single position on the field they have covered. And if they didn't have them covered, they drafted insanely well. And every position's covered. They don't have a position of need. Okay. You feel the quarterback can pull it through for them? I think Baker can do it. Do you think so? That's awesome. I would love to see the Browns do something. They haven't done nothing in 30 years. We like to, we'd all like to see that. We like to see it that way, though. So right, so right now they're tied so with they're the Bengals, really, right? So they're really not yeah. Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland no. Browns are in Baltimore. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So they're That's t- before SJ's time. Yeah. Right, exactly. They're tied with Cincinnati for the, for the conference right now, right, right. for the yeah. top spot. Yeah. So, but you think the Bengals are going to fall off and Cleveland's not going to? Yeah. Okay. So are the Bengals going to win their first playoff game this year? You it, think they'll make it that far? I don't think they'll make it that far. But if they did, 
I think they have a good chance of winning a playoff game. So are you looking at their schedule coming up to, to look at their, what the rest of the season when they're going to fall off? I think they have a pretty tough schedule coming up, and it'd be tough for them to get through that. They should be 5-0, and quite honestly, instead of 4-1. and so, so I have a question for you in your future. Do you, what do you see yourself in 21, 22 years old right now? Just be more involved with the NFL. Come on. Okay. I have, an, an I have an opening at Hometown Radio USA <laughs> for sports analysts there you right go. now. That's what there I'm thinking. You so you're, you're thinking more of on analytic side or you're thinking more of the sales side or because you're pretty in-depth in like recruiting, possibly? Is that what you're looking at, possibly down the road? A little bit of both. Okay. Okay. So, so the, scouting and things like that. So for the first time, you played football this year, correct? Yep. So did you feel that you had a, a greater understanding of the game than some of the other kids on the team with you since you study it so much from the outside? A little. A little. We won't tell them that. But uh, So did you enjoy – what position did you end up playing? Uh, wide receiver on offense and cornerback on defense. Nice. nice. And for where? Um, uh, what? Frank, Franklin, Franklin County. County. Franklin yeah. County. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And what's your team name? Uh, Wildcats. The Wildcats. You are with the Wildcats in what year? The junior high? Uh, yeah. well, he, he's not quite not junior, quite high, junior high, high, right? He's 11. Yeah. Okay, great. That's why I want to make sure I don't know if it goes down to sixth grade or not. So what grade is it? Uh, sixth grade. Say it is sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if sixth grade was junior high. Awesome. Okay. Who's, that's awesome. So give us some other insight, other teams, just the randomly. Yeah, yeah, the Colts. Colts. What's going on with my Colts? The Colts have had a very tough roster, and if they played some easier teams, they'd definitely be one of the better teams in the – AFC South. I don't think Carson Wentz can do it for them this season. I don't think they're a playoff team with him. So do you th- I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you think Carson Wentz is washed up? I won't call him washed up. He's just been injured Injury. a lot of times. Yeah. Mess with his play. You got to give him credit. I mean, he went out and played with two sprained ankles a couple weeks ago. I mean, that's some guts there, but there's no way you can play at your potential like that at all. No, and when, when you're in NFL, I mean, it's. I mean, they're judging your your pass by the tenth of a second as to how fast right. you can get it out. When you're if you got two two ankles that are hurting, you can't. You're just not going to move. You're not going to be as accurate. You know, just limits everything you do. So, let's think about a couple other teams here. L.A. Oh, Las Vegas Raiders. I was going to say you almost said L.A. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. What do you think about them this year? I think that they aren't a playoff team. I think they've succeeded. More than was expected of them. Do you think their stadium and playing in front of a, home, a crowd has something to do with that? Yeah, I think that's helped them a lot. Their stadium's way better. Their playing in front of a crowd has affected them very well. But I don't think they're a playoff team. So I want to talk a little more about Green Bay and Mr. Rogers up there. What do they got going on, and what do you think they're going to do this year? I think they'll stick with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams next or this year. But next year, I could see them going into a rebuilding phase and getting rid of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Devontae wants out, too. I've heard talk of Rodgers going to Pittsburgh. What do you think? I hope he doesn't, but I could see that happening. You hope – why don't you want why, – why, why hope you do, – why don't you hope he does? <laughs> Easy for you to say, Jeff. Yeah, He's getting yeah. all worked up now. <laughs> Jeff came here for just one drink. <laughs> Well, I hate the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> what? So you don't. Oh my you, gosh! <laughs> this guy just put a knife right in my chest. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
He just took three steps up yeah. on mine. And so you fact, evidently like Aaron Rodgers and fact, don't want him, want to have to root against him, Ruben, right? Ruben, we're going to have him swept places with you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I like how he plays. I like his play style, but... His heart. Yeah, I don't like how he's what he's done off the field. I think he's had a very good team around him, and... I don't think he'll go to a better team than what he already has. So you think it's time for him to hang up his shirt? I maybe, but I don't think it's the right choice for him to leave Green Bay. Okay. So I think you could do. I mean, you, you draft a young quarterback, let him sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a little bit. Yeah. I good. mean, uh, let's just let him educate yeah. the kid. And I mean, I it, the question is if if they did that, if Aaron just ups. I mean. Quite right. honestly, all offseason, he didn't do anything with the right. team. Nothing. Well, well, Zero zilch. And that was the complaints was there yeah. was a lack of effort as the, on the offseason to prepare for this season. And so the, the flip side of that is management wouldn't listen to any of his ideas as far as personnel. Right. right. You've got a marquee player that's led you down the field. You at least give him a listen. Absolutely. And yeah. that, that was his big complaint. At least make him feel good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, you know, he paid his dues early on because he was uh, far as backup quarterback for how many years? Right. Uh, right. And, you know, there aren't many there aren't many Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Aaron Rodgers will be one, right. um, that spent that many years behind another Hall of Fame quarterback. That's right. Right. Uh, other than maybe, you know, Steve Young. Yeah, Steve Young. That one jumps out to mind. But outside of that, Aaron Rodgers is about the only one I can think of. Yeah. So So I have a question for you. Who do you think is the greatest football player of all time? Tom Brady. Tom. (laughs) That was quick. (laughs) Okay. And and I, listen, obvious choice. I agree with that. Why? Because he has seven rings, he has multiple passing records. He's done a lot for the Patriots. He's done a lot for every team he's played for, including the Buccaneers. Um, he's just done great with two teams he's been on. He has. Proof is in the pudding, right? Yeah. So, so let's run to, run to Gambit. Gambit, greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders. Oh! Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. I'll tell you what, if he hadn't retired early, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, man, he'd, yeah. uh, he'd have been but he had was smart. numbers, numbers. But yeah. he was smart. No, okay. I don't. I don't disagree. Wide, wide receiver Eric, Eric Dickerson's right up there too. Yes. For well, I'm retired. thinking Walter yeah. Payton as well. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Payton. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So greatest wide receiver Jerry Rice. Jer- Absolutely. Yeah. This guy's on. Yeah, you're on yep. fire, dude. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, tight end. Rob Gronkowski. Yes, I agree. Yeah, because well, that one. That, well, that that position has just been utilized in the last few years more than what it was. Let's, in let's see where his roots are. Kicker. Kicker? Uh, I'd say... You better say Jim Breach. You better say Jim Breach. No. <laughs> oh, I'm dying here. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, SJ. Um, be I, would, I wouldn't know right now, but I think by the end of his career, Justin Tucker will be the greatest kicker of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. See, so I'd have nice. Vinatieri up there. Yeah. Yeah. Vinatieri is real close to you. So, so we talked about uh, Tom Brady. Now he's left the Patriots a couple years ago. So what are the Patriots doing this year? I think the Patriots are setting the the foundations for a great team a few years down the down the line. They have a lot of young players they signed out free agency. I don't think they're planning to be good now, but in a few years they can definitely be a good team. They don't have their quarterback yet though, right? I think Matt Jones is their quarterback. Oh, do you? Yeah. I think, think he's played for well. for a while. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Brady. I'm back to Brady. I mean, he. I've always thought he was a great, but in been in New England, he had everything there, and it was all catered to him. So when he jumped ship and went to Tampa Bay, who was like, "What the heck did he go there for?" and really had nothing there, and then come and then, out and win a Super Bowl. Well, right. he I mean, helped. It's like, he wow. helped assemble the players as well. Right. I mean, he personally re- and he did the same thing this year to get the same players. Back. Right. Right. I mean, and that, that that yes, that did have a lot of effect, but that kind of still puts him. That puts him, moves him way up the ladder with any other quarterback. You know, with great leaders in football and in history, great leaders have a point to prove. Yeah. No matter where they go or who they're with, what they're doing, they're going to prove their point as being a great leader. Yeah. And he did it last year with, with what he did. He is a great leader. He knows how to align people behind him. He knows how to get people to back him. And that any great leader, and no matter whether it's in football, football, war or production or whatever a great leader knows how to align his team and he did that he did it very well and it proved to me when i said if he goes to tampa bay and he wins the super bowl he has proven himself to be a great leader on the field do you agree with that yeah i think last year in tampa he definitely proved that he's the best quarterback he is the best he is the best quarterback and he's the best leader that for to take a team of 20, 22 to what 40 guys on a team and align them correctly and get them to understand exactly what he wants to do and get them to agree with what he wants to do and then, then function the way he wants them to do as an outstanding leader. He did a great job. Yeah, it's incredible. We need him do. as a general in our military. He's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I heard. I don't know if it was him or someone else they were talking to that he was thinking he might play till he's fifty. Probably. Why not? Because what is he now? Forty two. Forty three. Forty three. Yeah. Well, if he can keep the protection around him, you know, right? You, 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 know, he, you just don't know. Yeah. Well, and he has right? the perfect diet. So I mean, the, the man doesn't eat anything that's. Does he even eat meat? Was that one of the things he was? I don't know. No, I don't think he does. But he's a spokesperson for Subway. For Subway. Well, if you listen to the joke, have you listened to? The, they make fun know, of it because somebody's like, "Why is he even doing that?" They're, I mean, they're bashing him. It's like, dude, it's a sponsorship, and they're using it to yeah. their right. their benefit by making fun of it. The only downfall he has is ugly women. <laughs> so, <laughs> just so you know. So, SJ, SJ, have you been watching the Manning brothers and their and their uh, antics? I've wanted to. I haven't been able to watch them yet, but I'm trying to. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks really, it looks really yeah. good. Yeah. So you talk about, talk about some guy, a couple guys that can explain football and do it with a lot of humor. It's, uh, it's pretty good what's, stuff. What's so funny about that is we all, we always knew that Peyton had humor because he used to be on Saturday Night yeah. Live. Right. 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 But his brother, we didn't realize that till now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're spitting. So they have a nephew, Arch Manning, that's yeah. coming yeah. up. That's like phenomenal high school football. It's named player. after his father, right? Archie Manning is his yeah. well, it was yeah. grandpa. No, it's grandpa. grandpa. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, pretty cool stuff. Huh. <coughs> so, um, you, one of the greatest football players and quarterbacks of all time would be uh, Terry Bradshaw, right? Yeah. Terry Bradshaw had mentioned one time that there was one great quarterback who was better than him. Do you know who that was? No, I don't. Who was it? He said it of all times, the greatest quarterback ever he ever played against, and he took his place. In college. In college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, we'll give you a hint. Quack, quack. He probably don't know. You, don't want, you won't know. That's right. There's a show on, or was a show on, yeah. called 
Duck Duck Dynasty. Oh, yeah, I know that show. Yeah, so Phil Phil Phil. Robertson. Phil Robertson was one of the greatest college quarterbacks ever, and – well, he Terry was the Brooks. starting. He, he was, was the starting, starting quarterback yeah. over he, Terry Bradshaw and he, gave it up. He walked off the field so he could duck hunt, and Terry Terry took his place. Yep. And he'll tell you to this day that 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 Phil Robinson was the greatest quarterback ever walked the planet. Well, and think about it, that yeah, made that, his career. It did. If he'd yeah, have spent four did. years behind he Phil, yes. where would he be today? He'd yeah. probably have all the so teeth. I would encourage you someday <laughs> to to read <laughs> Phil Robinson's book. I will. Yeah. It, it's a great book, and it tells you the story of Phil Robinson, which is a phenomenal story, and also tells you about how Terry Bradshaw was his backup quarterback at uh, L- LSU, 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 right? Yeah. In LSU, and how he did. And his brother, Cy. Cy was also a wide receiver that was the same way at Full Rush College. I can't, I can't play, picture Which I totally see inside. Ice T on the sideline. Phil Robinson's book, his biography, and Psychology. And I guarantee that if you read psychology, you'll laugh all the way through it. So it's a great book. But you think about a guy like Terry Bradshaw do what he did, and he was he got to where he was at because a guy walked off the field because he'd yep. rather duck hunt. Yep. yep, yep. Football got in the way of his hunting season. It did. That's right. I think wasn't it wasn't it he was given an ultimatum? Yeah, I, and I he's think probably, the story probably. was that he, he either just, had to give up hunting or football, he and he went, you know I'm what? Out. <laughs> I'm gonna go hunt birds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't do too bad it's for a, him. It's there a either, great so. football story, but it tells you a story that there are people that are great at great at things and just simply don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But uh, I encourage you to read it. It's good. I've read both the books. They're very good. I definitely will. Yeah. So any lasting thoughts you want to give us on the NFL season? Uh, I think that Matthew Stafford has a definite case for MVP this season. He's he, well. he is fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's a totally different Matthew Stafford than when he was in Detroit, yeah. for sure. Just different attitudes because yeah. I think he's got he's that got, new fresh team and 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 he's got support around him. Right. Yep. He got the help he finally needs. Yeah. It was fun to watch him there uh, the other night. So. Who, who is your three-year sleeping giant? Um, probably Trey Lance on the 49ers. Okay. I think he played very well against the Seahawks when Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo went down okay. with injury. And then reaching backwards, if you had to pick a college guy to come up, and who's going to be the guy in five years? Who is it? Uh, Arch Manning or Desmond Ritter? Wow, Arch Manning, another Manning. Yep, another Manning. Yeah, I think that Arch Manning is there's. So he's playing at the same high school that his brothers played at, right? Uh, and it, he just li- he's lighting it up. That's awesome. So it doesn't hurt that he has two uncles that can kind of coach <laughs> well, him and a grandpa <laughs> and a grandpa. So it's like, hey, Actually, who yeah. sh- who should I ask how to do this? Yeah. I don't know. Right. right. <laughs> I forget his dad's name. So there's a third Manning Archie. brother. Cooper. Archie. It's Cooper. Oh, yeah. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Right. Cooper played. He played yeah. football too. Yep. Wide receiver. Yep. 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 So that's one of the Manning deal. brothers had a had a physical condition that couldn't. Yep, that's Cooper. 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 Right. It was yep. Cooper. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, you know, we can't leave this podcast without playing some good music for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, while we're talking here, I want to introduce uh, or mention uh, SJ's dad. Yes, yeah. Michael's here with us tonight. Michael's here with us tonight. Uh, you know, hey, can Mike step up here for a minute? Hey, Absolutely. Mike, step up here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know if you can fill those shoes or not. Yeah, none of us can do that, yeah. <laughs> believe me. Gonna have to lift that mic up just and a hair. There you go. We'll pull it up. There you go. Oh, oh now, see, oh, Ruben broke it. Ruben again. broke it. We can't take him. I don't there. think you're all the way in there. I don't think so. Oh man, there Ruben's always. Yeah. Tearing there we stuff go. Up. We got him all right. <laughs> there it is. 
So, Michael, what do you think of this guy that you're bringing up here? Holy smoke. Yeah, well, I think that you guys didn't get the full experience until you are uh, riding home from school <laughs> and screaming at you for your bad NFL takes. So. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, he's going easy on us, huh? <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little different, but probably probably for the best. So, so, that for so growing up, were you an NFL fan? I, uh, Not to that extent. I mean, the Bengals were a lot worse right. <laughs> when i was growing up i still have my jeff blake jersey but hey. um, you mean still a lot know. worse <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i couldn't uh i couldn't have told you about all the other teams like that yeah yeah it's a, it's pretty amazing to hear him talk it just it's like an analytical mind just well and he's, he's so <laughs> articulate with it i think you right. should be proud of your son that we enjoy yeah, him coming here this is the second time and and i'll tell you what i we talk about it still. I told Marty, God, I can't wait tonight. So, so, to visit, so Michael, what? when was it that you realized this You know, this this boy is really into NFL? Was there, a, was there like a moment when you're like, holy smoke, he's uh, into this? Yeah, it's really, I think, just the last few years. Yeah. Um, and it is mostly been riding around in the car because I'll have on Cincinnati Sports Radio. Yeah. And when he starts just talking back, or when we have 20-minute car rides and I don't say anything and he's talked about three or four different teams. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's just been the last couple of years, but it's that's so, all it is every time now. Has he sparked your interest to be more involved of, with watching sports and stuff? Oh, yeah, because I, I can't be wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, you got to get in trouble right? if I'm wrong, so uh, i got to do more research. There's a test Friday, <laughs> <Yeah>. so shoot. <laughs> It is pretty amazing. It's it's just, I mean, well, take everything we put to, we know combined, yeah, and it's right. about that's a fact. Yeah, no, ten percent of you know we have ten percent of his knowledge, and he's eleven. He's eleven, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and it, I'm impressed. I I tell you, I enjoy. He's he's very articulate with his verbiage and everything, and he's well thought out, and he he doesn't delay anything. <laughs> no. You ask him a question, like bam, I'm on it. I'm well. And it's he has great. the, he has the awesome. kid thought process too because there's no filter. So, no, right. how do you like they stink? You know, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. We like that. We in a like few that. years, there'll be a different word inserted there, probably. Yeah. But, you know, he's innocent enough right now. So, I mean, good. but it is really cool that, it, I mean, as far as you're asking jobs and stuff, I mean, he's 11, so he, he, the world. But, I mean, he's he, there is a, a million possibilities. For his knowledge, you know, his knowledge he has today, just letting it keep develop on its own, and it's his natural interest. So it's a, it's a passion, not a force. I mean, every other kid, they get to you know, twelve, thirteen. What do you want to be? Well, I want to be a fireman. You know, they're just yeah, thinking yeah. stuff and rattling off. And he has something that he's passionate about. And if you can turn a passion into a career, right? Bing, ding, ding. And I mean, it that's may, a win-win. It, it may be a vocation, and then again, you never know. Your interests might change right. over time. Sure. You know, I mean, I know you've lived a long life. SJ, but you know you still got some ahead of you. A girl got, may come along. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I didn't want to say that right now. Like, yeah, so he's uh, getting a female to cloud his mind. He's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. There's well, always we'll, those NFL cheerleaders. We'll so. put him. We'll put him in contact with Danny Eichler, and he'll straighten him out when he gets to that problem. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so if we let Michael go, I want to get SJ back up here yeah. and sign him off. Thank so, you, Michael. So Michael, appreciate thank you, thank you very coming. much. Thank you very much, Michael. And we'll sign uh, SJ off. But I got a couple other questions. Have nothing to do with NFL football, SJ. Yes. So uh -huh. you up for the challenge? 
Yeah. So I heard that. Let, uh, let him get comfortable first. He's got to get his chair. Yeah, get the mic yeah. ready. There, get you mic ready. there you go. I've noticed he's got more comfortable this time since the last uh, time. Yeah, absolutely. He's getting yeah. in the saddle here. So I'm pretty sure this summer you got, you took a road trip. Yep. With uh, Grandpa. Who all was with you? Uh, well. He's probably going to ask which road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about out west. You took a big round road trip out west. Oh, yeah. Colorado? No, it was Wyoming. 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 Went to uh, Grand Tetons? Yep. You know, that's my favorite place on earth is the Grand Tetons. What did you think of that? It was great. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Did you see any wildlife out there? Oh, yeah. What did you see? There was an elk, a bunch of deer, fox. Did you see a fox? Yeah. And then you guys, do you guys go through Yellowstone? Uh, no, we didn't go through that. Didn't? Did you see any bison? Uh, I didn't see any, no. Okay. Bear? Uh, no, not bear. No, okay. Missed out on the bear. So what else did you see on that trip? You, you guys drove out there all the way? Uh, we flew. You flew out, and you flew into Jackson Hole? Salt Lake. Salt, Salt Lake. Lake City. Flew into Salt Lake, that's right. And you drove up over the mountains into Jackson Hole and the Grand Tetons. Yep. All right. So is that the... So, did you, I mean, is that your first time to the mountains? Yep. Yeah. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You great. know, it's something to the listeners, too. Every once in a while, SJ shows up at Old Man's Breakfast. Yes, he does. With Papa. Grandpa. Yes, we call you Grandpa. Well, Papaw. actually, he showed up with his dad before as well. Oh, his yeah. dad also. Yeah. Okay, great. And we by like, the way, it's it's tomorrow at 7 a.m. Yep. He lowers the average age in the room by like 40 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. The <laughs> median age drops. <laughs> yep. So, what was your favorite part about that trip out to the mountains probably just seeing all those huge mountains while driving it was incredible yeah yeah incredible stuff it's a uh, uh, it's amazing country we have here because there's a lot more there's a lot more to see like that in this country so yes. you starting out young and seeing those places and uh, i didn't get to see those places until i was in my 20s anyway so I was in my 50s getting for a good song. start. Getting I think, a good start. I think you could get Grandpa to take you on a backpacking trip. He's done that before, actually. Oh, has he? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay, then I'm thinking Grandpa needs to take you on a Caribbean cruise somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you need some Ruben. sand time, brother. Yeah. Ru- Ruben's the cruise guy. He likes those Caribbean cruises and beaches and that stuff. There's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to... It's been a pleasure, SJ. Thank sign you SJ much. off here because we're going to get his grandpa up here okay he's the only person i know that hiked the appalachian trail and came back immediately and had covid (laughs) (laughs) we'll be right back with cross the line 1524 all right awesome good job you know it's about time to restock the rusted nail speakeasy with some fine liquors there's only one place we go for that when we're in Brookville, we shop at Tebby's. Liquor store, downtown Brookville, Indiana, on Main Street. They have a selection of beer, wine, liquors, vodkas, your seltzers, whatever you want right here in Brookville, Indiana. Give them a shout. Stop in and say hi. Now, if you're out towards Batesville, Indiana, check out Batesville Liquor Co. They've got a huge selection. They're in what used to be a grocery store. Now it's filled with alcohol they've got selections of bourbons selections of wines vodkas whiskeys you name it they've got it located in batesville indiana so whether you're in batesville or brookville we got two spots for you to hit 
check them out. Tebby Liquors in Brookville and the Batesville Liquor Company out in Batesville, Indiana. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15 24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. All right. We're back here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Are you sure? <laughs> I think so. And we got our special guest. Tony Roberts. Tony. So Tony is SJ's grandpa. So... We, he's got quite the story to tell, but before we do that, we're doing a tasting. Mr. Montag, the yes. word has brought us something. So I've had this bottle in my cabinet for a couple of years. It was given to me as a gift, and I decided, you know what? Tonight's the night. So it is a bottle of Smooth Ambler Contradiction. It's a 92-proof uh, blended uh, straight bourbon whiskey. So uh, we're going to give it a little shot here. So we're going to teach well, we, Mr. Roberts the correct way to do a tasting. It's just not to throw it down the old hatch. So first of all, yeah. Tony goes, "Is that a shot?" <laughs> so first of all, you're gonna take it and you're gonna smell it. Yeah, I, I did already. Okay, now strong. Now smell it with your left nostril. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hold your. You nose. don't have to hold your nose. Oh, Just okay. put on your left side and then, but then your, on right your right side. side. Smell the difference. Well, I can't smell anything on the left side. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he had COVID, which we're gonna talk about next. But so then you're gonna take and just put a, a tinge in your mouth. And whoosh it around a little bit. And that's not your taste. That's just to set your palate. Preparing your palate, huh? Prepare, Prepare your, palate your palate for the up. taste. It's not bad. That, that wasn't bad. So what proof was this, Jeff? 97, I believe. Cool. 97. It's pretty upper. Up, 92. 92. 92. All right, so now it's time for your actual taste. Mm-hmm. That's, I, it's good, but I don't drink a lot of bourbon, it's but good. that's really smooth. So... <laughs> First thing I taste is caramel. I, I yes. have a, a caramel taste right Very off the strong. bat. I taste bourbon. <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried to breathe so, when I was sipping. For me, I don't know what the mash bill is on it. I don't know. I'll see if it's on here, but um, it 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 feels like it's pretty high rye. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I yeah. taste a bur- It's got a very uh, caramel caramelish taste to it. A, very, a lot yeah. of um, high rye, Mary. Mary, what do you think? It's high on rye. You don't? Yeah, I'm not sure because I'm trying to compare it to the rye, like the rye I've been drinking. And I don't have that same taste, but this is actually a little. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's very I mean, good. I like it. I mean, it's good, but it, good. it goes well with bush light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tony, all right, so Tony now, is our beer drinker. Yeah. So at the now bar. here I got. Yeah. Everybody grab an yeah. ice cube. One ice cube. Probably one in your Allen if you don't want. Mm-hmm. Taste changes the taste a little bit. Swirl mm-hmm. around, chill it. I noticed that on the glass, I like the glass of Jan Island, but it gives a nice rundown on it. Yeah. It's not that's, super that's thin. That's part of what you so, look for, the yeah. legs. Yeah. You and look I, for the I legs. I'll tell you what, that, that ice changes this. Oh, yeah. I, now, some of them, for me, the ice doesn't really make that much difference, but this one, it makes quite a bit of difference for me. It does. Oh, it, for yeah. me. That's good. 
It Tony, takes. He's got to try his. This is a good with the ice. It's a good drinker. Yeah. For it me. takes the edge yeah. off it of really it. The ice. It really does. It, the turn goes away with the ice. It's yeah, cool. it does. It's really smooth. It's got great legs on it, like you it said. Does. So for folks that don't know, the legs when you run the bourbon around the glass. You have streaks of bourbon that are left coming down. That's considered the legs. Yeah. So yeah. you want to have good legs. And those connoisseurs like us, we look at that. Yeah, right. Yeah, we <laughs> check the legs out. Actually, I'm going to tell you, I learned a lot when we were at the last, and and, and I continue to learn, but yeah. we had a good teacher, um, Stephen Fonte. <laughs> it was an, exactly the bourbon steward. And it was entertained, too. Very entertaining right. at the same time. So we got a bottle of his pick we're going to try in our next podcast, but for this podcast so so this is a i mean this is a good bourbon it's medium price kind of kind of bourbon so it's not not a way up there you know i think you're probably you know 40 40 bottle of bourbon here but um and how that's old, not bad how old did you say it was jeff i don't know i don't know how old i well i've had it for two years okay so or, but that don't given, count yeah <laughs> right, right it was given to me it was given to me a couple years ago uh by a friend and i just had it in the cabinet and i hadn't uh hadn't thought, broke it out i thought my name was written there <laughs> yeah it like, does kind of look like that i glanced i had Deandra. to look yeah that's what it says that's Dodie. That's Dodie's that name. Says? That's Dodie's name, man. No, I don't know. Can you read it? It's, I don't it's have got a line. good flavor to it. it it's uh, it's smooth once you crack the ice to it. The yep. turn goes away. So I, what's the uh, actual name of it? It's Smooth. Smooth Ambler, and it's called Contradiction. Yep. What's really bad is, and I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> when you see the photo on the bottle, your there. first thought is constipation because it's an elephant with four feet on a barrel and it looks like it's kind of squatting backwards and yeah. you're like what the heck is this well i was thinking contradiction the elephant represents the democrat side of that <laughs> but the bottle is bottled by drema d-r-e-a-m-a so i guess that is the person bottling it. all right so here you go it is a blended bourbon yep one half is a, a young weeded bourbon Okay. The other half is a rich rye bourbon. Okay. So there's where you get in your wheat and your rye. Yeah. It's got it's good. It's got a good flavor to it. It's got good color to it. And, uh, that once you add ice to it, it really makes the turn different. Yep. I think it's pretty good. Good stuff. So, so aside from this tasting, was there something else going on tasting wise? Uh, we'll do was that in the next. Just, po- was it just the pizza? Pizza. Well, pizza. Huh. Next pizza podcast, tasting. we're gonna taste uh steven fonte's yellowstone pick actually okay great One pizza so, supplied by so, tony yeah thank tony thanks for the yeah, pizza. thanks for the pizza yeah, so we've got that. our our great listener tony roberts who of course is sj's grandpa so tony walked this is what i call a true we got a lot of great uh, listeners out there um and one of them we'll talk about in the next podcast but so here's a man here sitting across from us that walked the appalachian trail gets done and instead of going home to his wife to enjoy the evening stops at third place so he can see cross the line 1524 wait a minute i don't think That's i don't it. think she knows i love that. you honey <laughs> now she knows I, we're, 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 we're up there and i'm like man there's a dude just walked in yeah. and got tony's hat on yeah and i look a little closer and i'm like what is tony come walking in there i think i told you i said you come walking there looking like crocodile dundee with that hat on his head hey the man's got off the right. mountain you know? so, off the trail. so you and your daughter megan walked the trail talk about that a little bit so the appalachian trail has been something i've wanted to do for a long time <clears throat> we didn't walk the trail we walked a section of the trail 
we did about 35 miles where'd you um, start we started in uh hot springs north carolina is where we went to and then we went down to uh standing bear there's a standing bear hostel um that's where we started the trail or, or we expected to start the trail and megan megan got down there sunday night and then uh we actually ended up driving up to uh mac max patch and we started max patch headed north um a couple nights in the woods and then ended up back in um hot springs we went through we had the hurricane we had you know a lot of rain she had bronchitis when we started the trip so that kind of put a damper on 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 part of the trip she did a lot of coughing all night and coughing on the on the hike and but we did we we did good we um she still out walked you so she still out walked me <laughs> her with bron- bronchitis um allowed me to keep up with her so but yeah uh three three nights in the woods then got down to um to hot springs she was in pretty bad shape that day so we 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 went over to maggie valley got some uh went to the pharmacy got 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 her some medicine i put her in a hotel room that night and she kind of slept it off we had her dog with us um but it was a lot of fun the first right out of the gate walking up walking up to max patch uh she turns around she comes walking back down the trail and and uh she's like well not for me i'm done i'm going home and i was like <laughs> what the heck was that i thought you know well did, gone 100 yards <laughs> i i thought maybe she ran into a bear well it ended up being a snake oh okay. a big old snake cross trail oh wow um so we got past that and we got about i guess four hours into it that day and and then we ran into a yellow jacket yeah. nest and got i got stung i don't know six seven times and her dog got stung. She got stung. Um, so it was. So a little... I saw a picture. I saw a picture of a stone. Did you? Did you the one that marked the stone? Did, that let that people know there's a yellow jacket nest there. That was actually uh, the last day that we went hiking. Okay. And we were a different trailhead. We were coming south that day, and we saw that yellow jacket. You know, warning, and. Uh, took a picture of that i thought yeah we could have used that (laughs) so when we were walking the trail it was the trail you know it it changes and the section we were on is about 12 inches wide and it um slope slope off the trail and and uh the dog stopped and was sniffing around and sniffing around and and megan was trying to get get her to go and i walked up behind her with my trekking pole and kind of started smacking there was a log and started smacking around trying uh-huh. to get her, get her to move and that's when all the yellow jackets came uh-huh. like, oh yeah run, so, run, let's run, run, smack run. around so on the, the log so the yeah. moral of the story yeah. is when the dog stops and starts sniffing pay attention pay attention <laughs> dog's right. smarter than we that's are right. yep yep <laughs> yeah so the cautionary beagle so she she got the hiking bug after that it appears. so yeah so we so we had um we we spent a ton of money at rei before we started this <laughs> and, we, and we did you know we're you're carrying the packs my pack was about 40 pounds hers was about 30 and and uh and i did a lot of hiking on our road um actually went up to the whitewater trail mm-hmm. hiked that whole ran into mick 
that right, day right which he gave me directions on how to you know how to navigate going across the road and the railroad tracks and all that which was helpful because i i had no idea where this thing ended up that's the whitewater canal trail there in brookville right it's white whitewater canal trail it's um i think it's 11 i think it's 11 miles from between, one end to the other between brookville and metamore yeah. yeah so you so you go through metamora and i and i and i went through metamora and i had my pack and everything and i was like okay i'm just gonna you know see if i can do a, an 11 mile thing just to get prepared and i got to the railroad tracks on the far end of town in metamora and i didn't know where to go so all of a sudden i see a guy and his wife coming up on their bikes and it's mick and his wife jenny and I, and he and i was looking at my phone i thought maybe i could figure this out on my phone he says are you lost i said yeah i'm lost he goes just if you want you can get up on the railroad track just take that across uh <coughs> is that 50 52 52 okay. yeah so you go across 52 and then just keep going um he said you get to the end there's a country road just take the country road and it takes you all the way to laurel dam i think yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeder dam. Yeah. Feeder dam. the feeder dam yeah. so you know so i so i did that and got to the feeder dam and uh um I, I was done once i got there i was done and i called kim and she came and picked me up we went back to metamore and had lunch and all that but so kind of getting prepared spent a lot of money and then so when we got into the got onto the trail megan had her own tent i had my tent she had her you know gear and all that and uh first night you know she set up her tent i set up my tent and slept the night and did did our thing got up in the morning we you know cooked meals and did the whole the whole thing but so when we got home um so i guess it was last friday night which it's been about three weeks since we were on the trail maybe a month but she calls me up she says i'm heading to black mountain which is in north carolina and i'm gonna do a little rock climbing and uh rappelling with now, some, so some i group. need to stop you right there yep. so Last time I saw her father do some rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> High school? No, 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 no. no. no Steamboat Springs. There's surgery involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. First right. day That's in Steamboat right. Springs. <laughs> and the signs clearly say, stay on the path. <laughs> Somebody decided to climb a rock face. And guess what happened? The rock Hospital. broke. Yeah. And so did part of Tony. Yeah. So how many... How, how many pins and stuff did you end up in your arm? yeah so they and plates and screws and <laughs> day one well, over steamboat trip but, but that's the if you're going to break a wrist best place to break a wrist oh they get steamboat a, springs or steamboat springs or where you broke it i mean classifying it's a best way to break a wrist. well so they so all the skiers out there oh you yeah know, you got the top notch. they 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 know how to fix a risk and <laughs> and when i well alan was my hero on that and I don't, he he won't take credit for it but so when i fell and the first thing you know guys do i jumped up like hey no big deal i'm good well my wrist was all kind of he goes that's just sprung i look at it and it looks kind of like a magnet you know it dips down comes back up oh i mean it was was and then it's well first of all i could hear it you fell and you hear snap oh yeah that's a a distinct sound yeah yeah and i'm like well that and, he, and he pops up and goes oh it's all good and right away it's boom swollen up yeah. oh man, man. It, it was it was one of those things where you look at it and you go hmm is that going to be all right or so <laughs> a little bit more to band-aid <laughs> yeah so and there was other people walking on the trail that 
you know, when you fall between people walking on a trail, they you get a little bit of attention. So I jumped up, and my brother-in-law comes running up, and his first thing was, lay back down, and I'll take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think these guys have, have they met Dean? Is Dean? I don't no, think I don't think they uh, met Dean. We got to get yeah. him out there. Yeah, yeah. Before you, before you go get a medal of attention, we got to get some pictures, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so Alan, he's... I mean, he immediately, you know, came to my rescue. He's like, give me the keys. I'll go get the car. I'll pull it. Because we, I mean, we parked at the bottom of the hill. And, we, and we're and we at nine, well, I, were we at 9,000 feet? The bottom of the hill, I think, was 9,000 yeah. feet when we started going up. Right. So so it, you need to keep that in mind when Tony starts telling his hero story do, here. Do you remember the name of the falls that we were I don't, in? but I remember the, the lady at the bottom going, yeah, this is easy. You'll be fine here. Right. You'll be fine. Because... We were concerned, and maybe it was you know too high and too rough. We couldn't do yep, it. Yep, I do remember. We talked to, we asked yes. him, "How's the trail?" So as we, as you passed her going back down, I remember you saying, "Yeah, see what happened <laughs> yeah, to me." That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so correct me if I'm wrong, though. They didn't take any pictures after you fell, but the last picture before you fell was you like leaning against yeah, the sign so, that said "Stay on the trail." <laughs> so, so we did see a sign that said "Stay on the trail," and Kim says go stand behind that sign i'm going to take your picture and she took my picture so it's her fault so, so yeah. we walked we walked another 50 feet and there was there was this ledge that was i don't know how we we've enticing. debated how high it was but, enticing wasn't it but it was just one of those things that you said it wasn't I, for the rest of us we walked right by <laughs> so i said to Kim, i said why don't you climb up there and i'll take your picture and she started to and then she said no i can't get up there and she walked away. Well, I got a backpack on. I had a camera with a zoom lens on the front. And I was like, I can get up there. I'm going to get up there. Just, I just want to climb up there. So I started up, and I didn't make it. And <laughs> That's for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. But the, but the falls, and I, I can't remember the name of the falls, but the falls are the falls that are on the cores can't. You know, the, yeah, it, it's, the falls are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where they got the picture for not like decorating. your fall, but they're the called, waterfall. They're, <laughs> called, they're called Tony Falls now. <laughs> yep. So Alan comes up and he's like, "Give me your keys. I'll go get the car. I'll drive it up." You know, because we walked all the way up this hill just to get up to the, like, the, the trailhead right? and all that. Steamboat Springs area. Is that what that was? Steamboat, yeah, Steamboat, Steamboat Springs. Springs. And so and, after, uh, so after the fall and the visit at the hospital and the surgery, the pins. You still had a pretty good vacation. We had a great I vacation. Saw. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you went horseback riding right after yeah. that, and, and did a bunch of other stuff. Yep. So when I went into the hospital, I mean, I walked through the door, and 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 there was nobody there. There was no patients there that I knew of, and they call, all looked at me. Hey, Rooker, is you know, come on in. So <laughs> we <laughs> have another one. Table two. <laughs> so they put me in the bed, and there, you know, and I'm sitting there, and I was feeling fine, and and all of a sudden they 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 bring they bring this this stand in there on wheels and it's got a little hook at the top and they were tying like something strings or whatever it was around my fingers and i was talking to the doctor and i said what what exactly are we doing here and he goes well what i'm going to do is i'm going to tie this around your fingers i'm going to hang it from that hook up in the air and there was a there was a, a big guy standing in the door. He goes, and he's going to come over here, and he's going to push down on your bicep, and I'm going to try to reset your wrist. Traction. And I was like, okay. He goes, do you want to, you know, kind of be put out for that? I said, well, I don't – I mean, I don't know. I don't care. And the more they thought about it, they thought, we're going to put you out. So they put me out, and they, they did it. And when they got done, he goes, 
he took an x-ray and he says i think we need to probably have surgery so he put me in his um his van drove me over to the hospital <laughs> his van his yeah van. but it's a like a clinic it's a clinic clinic. i mean they got them every corner it's you got so you got to imagine steamboat springs thousands of skiers every week there there's little medic stations all over the place that makes sense though okay so then they drive you to the hospital the surgeon pretty much met met us at the door we go in and and he said you know i'm gonna uh, he showed me what he was gonna do he's gonna pull plate and i didn't really care um went back there they did the plate they didn't you know and sent me on my way and i was i mean i guess i was in there all day right? you were there all day okay yeah. the drugs <laughs> so, were really good well they put me out twice <laughs> right. so i didn't really oh, know I, I lost track of time we go back to the condo and and we get up the next morning the next morning and it was like alan's up at four o'clock in the morning and he's cooking <laughs> breakfast and, and he's like are you ready to go because in the morning me and alan and and dean would we kind of drive through this we, we had our we had our system because the guys were always up earlier i cooked breakfast mm-hmm. and the ladies were all asleep so the one morning so this is the first day of summer yeah first day of summer mm-hmm. wow we look outside or six inches of snow on top of our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rental vehicle yeah. wow was, so there was bear it was we, a blizzard it was a blizzard so yeah. we had a condo there and there's bears at the condo and it's it pretty mm-hmm. cool right so tony didn't get to finish the story so i'm gonna finish the story so this is pre-covid for me so i'm in pretty good shape granted we're like eleven thousand feet up i said i'm gonna run and go get the car he did say run <laughs> So I he ran. Didn't run. Well, I did. I started running. He started running. Was that metaphorically like? <laughs> well, it was. There's no oxygen he, up there. He went into that superhero <laughs> right. mode where you're gonna. Yeah, the I'm adrenaline. Gonna run to get the car. I was. I'm my adrenaline stay. was there. Oh yeah, yep. sure. So for the first two minutes, I was good. <laughs> this is no lie. Literally, I get to the car. I get it turned around, and there they are. <laughs> because I mean, once I went, oh, yeah. I was drained you right it was crazy but i did get it it out i mean i did save a little time but it was nuts well you had the car running and turned the right way turned the right way hey there's there's that (laughs) yeah so getting back so getting back to the appalachian trail you Mm -hmm. you stayed on the trail we stayed on the trail (laughs) Um, (laughs) except for the wasps i I don't remember seeing any signs about it though but we did we stayed on there really wasn't too much you could get in trouble with the section we were in there wasn't too much you get in trouble with so were you through any of the areas where they don't recommend you camp out did you have reservations did you tell them what nights yep so that's so we were going to start at standing bear we were going to start our hike and it's a hostel and we went down there and and i i've never done this i never i didn't know much about it other than what i read and i went went down there and looked at this hostel and they got they got the bunk room they got private rooms and, the, and these are i mean these are shacks that yeah know, i've been in about, there right yeah so i was talking to them about where to stay and and i didn't really want to i didn't really want to stay indoors i wanted to sleep in our tents and stuff like that and i was still waiting for megan to get there well, she says, if you want to put up a tent, you know, you can do that over there in that field. And, this, and there's a road and a creek and a hillside and a strip of a field. And I said, okay, that's fine. We can do that. And I, and I asked her, I said, you know, I've been hearing about these bears around here. And there's a section of the trail that was – you weren't allowed to camp on it. It was right. like a six-mile trek there that they said, you know, they don't no, – no camping on that section. 
So when I said that, she says, "Oh yeah, we, the bears the bears are really bad around here. They come right through here and they walk right through that field and and on up the road and they just root around. And they look for and I'm the field that you want me to put my tent in. Yep. Well, that I mean it was probably maybe maybe twenty five feet wide from you know the hillside and the creek and the road and I was like, hmm." Well, what do you got indoors? Because I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. Sure. Well, I, yeah, I asked that question because I've done sections of the trail too. We've still right, right, right. Our we're other listener, about. Ryan from Texas, we take our kids once, twice a year, and mm-hmm. but there's sections of it where you have you pretty much have to stay in these three sided lean tos. The lean tos with right. a chain link fence and a chain link door. Yep. And you just hope the mice don't carry you out when you're sleeping at night because right. they're pretty or the bad. Bear don't mice. You. No, it's the mice. It's the mice. The, the, the shelters bad. are full of mice. They said okay. it don't don't wake up at night and look. Okay. Just go back to sleep if you wake up because there's yeah. mice everywhere. So I was just yeah. curious if you had to stay in any. Of I can those tell you, you my wife areas. would never, ever, ever in her wildest <laughs> dreams or nightmares stay there. <laughs> we I've slept in twice. I think we stayed where we had to stay in one of those because it's a heavy yeah. bear area and there. Yeah, you're you just have that feeling all night that something's crawling, so you just stay asleep and then get up early and get the heck out. So we so I think it was our second day. We ran into and we ran into two two older women that have hiked hundreds of miles on the trail, and they were in one of the shelters. And we came up on them. It was early in the morning, and the one lady came out and was talking to us, and um, you know, just having a conversation. And she says, she says, last night there was the cutest mouse in here, and it was no, about, and it was about. <laughs> It was about this big, and her, and her fingers were probably like eight inches apart. I'm like, that's that ain't no mouse. That's a rat. <laughs> so, but she she's telling us about it, and she says it kept us up all night. And she says, and then she goes, when I woke up this morning, I felt something building a nest in my hair. Oh gosh. And <laughs> what our listeners can't hear. And, and I and I I looked at Meg and table twelve, just about peeled over there yep. <laughs> mary's ready to go hiking yep. yeah she's getting a backpack order she's on amazon right now ordering yeah, a backpack. that would be one vacation yep. i guarantee i'll be doing by myself because yeah. i ain't no way she'd be going on it making a nest in her hair make i mean she felt it twirling around her hair <laughs> oh wow so yeah so she so we that just know, ain't right so yeah. we walked away and megan said we are we're not staying in any shelters we, we didn't plan on staying in shelters Right. Well, then I think it was the third night, and and it was just pouring down raining, and we walked up to – we got to – usually around the shelters, it's flatter, and you can set a tent up. <clears throat> and we got there, and I just ran into the shelter because it was raining. We pulled the dog in there, and Megan just stood in the rain and said, I'm not going in there. And <laughs> they're fine during the day. Yeah, right. During daylight, they, they are fine they're fine. The it's just That's at right. night they yep. come alive. Yep, yep. Crazy, so. crazy. So how many miles did you do? So we did a total of about thirty-five miles. Thirty-five miles, yeah. and you ended roughly where? So we we what we did was we hiked from you know the Mac Max Patch. We were hiking north, and we wound up in um, Hot Springs, North Hot Spring, Carolina, just outside of the Gatlinburg, right? No, hot. Well, I mean, I guess you could say that, but it's 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 in North Carolina. It's pretty good. It's, it's still pretty good. To run it's it's pretty. Carolina. It's pretty yeah. far okay. from Gatlinburg. And it, it's a little hippie town. It's pretty cool. I've been there okay. before. The trail actually goes right through Hot Springs. All the sidewalks are marked with the AT. They've got um, they so got some good restaurants. Is that before or after Maggie Valley? 
Maggie Maggie Valley is probably an hour from there. Okay, because yeah. Maggie Valley is actually in North Carolina, right? Uh, no, it's, r- it's real close. Right? I, I, I think it might be in North Carolina. It's real close. Maggie Valley okay. might be in North Carolina, but it's but it's not near. Okay, not really near Hot Springs. I think. Okay. It was, of course, when you when you get on those gravel roads and going through the mountains, sure. twenty miles can take you an hour. Sure. So. Yeah. But yeah. So, so if you had to do it again. Uh, or extend your next trip would you still do it oh you know so so then what we did was we went to hot springs and then you know we did a couple nights just getting her back in shape and then we went north of of uh hot springs and then we hiked coming south we got into a watchtower, which is pretty cool that's where we saw the hornet sign and um (laughs) but but the one thing about it was is that we kind of surprised me that we were okay we're going to do a 12 mile 12 miles today and it's no big deal 12 miles no big deal so i don't even want to drive 12 miles I, you know and and now the megan after she got a couple nights sleep i mean then i couldn't keep up with her right and yeah she just she just took off but it's a pace. So and got to set her. And now sure. she's doing some more hiking. Yeah. So then she called me Friday night, this past Friday night, and she said, um, "Going to Black Mountain," which we've we me and SJ went to Black Mountain on our trip, and uh, she was meeting up with a, a group that does rock climbing and things like that. And it was funny because I said, "Well, so what are you? Where are you staying?" And she goes, "I got my pack. I got my tent. I'm just going to go there, pitch my tent, and." She says, uh, she goes, I got, I actually got there after dark, but she goes, I still built a fire and I whittled me a stick and I made me a hot dog. I mean, she's just going through the whole really, really into it. And then the next day she did the rock climbing and met a lot of, uh, you know, yeah, nice I saw girls. some pictures online. It looked like she was having a blast. Yeah, That's she's, good. she's yeah. really into it. That's um, awesome. great. Yeah. So directly coming back from the Appalachian Trail, you ended up with COVID. So I got home. I met I met with you guys first, and and just just to make sure the, you know set the record straight. So I I get home. I knew you were up there. I can't remember what was the event. It was the, the, wine, the uh, bourbon tasting, bourbon tasting, and pie auction. Pie auction, the, yeah. The pie. Okay. So I thought, ah, swing in there and see these guys. So I did. Um, left there, and Kim and SJ and Sam were at the movies. So I went, walked down the street, walked into the movies, and uh, who runs the movie house down there? Rick. Yeah, yeah. Rick. Rick. yeah. So Rick, you know, I told him, I said, well, I'll just come in here, you know. And he goes, go on in, sit down with him. So I did. And then, uh, so I did that, and then went home. And so I went to work. Um, I'm trying to remember. That was Memorial Weekend, I think. Or Labor Day Labor weekend. Day weekend. Labor, 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 Day, Labor yeah. Day weekend. So I did Labor Day weekend. And then went to work a short week. And then through the weekend, but then Monday is when it when the the uh, COVID. I was at work and it was this wore out and coughing and I thought, what the heck's going on here? So went home and and thought I'd take off the next day. Kim said you need to go get a test. I did, and then sure enough. So you know, do you COVID. think that your time on the trail weekend you wore I, you out? A I think bit, it was probably so. The, so my first question: Are you sure that Megan? Uh, no, she was tested. Was she? She was tested. Megan, sorry that I'm asking that, but yeah. she struggled. To yeah, the first she, part she, of it, right? she, yeah, she. They tested her. Maybe, you know, she maybe was at a clinic. I mean, maybe it was a false negative. You, you, you never know. 
it, it's very possible that she had it um so then when so when but when we got home like like ruben just said i mean all that hiking not used to that and then when i got home i i went back and did that dang whitewater trail again could just got just wanted to keep kind of keep the pace. keep that going keep right. the pace going and i thought i'm gonna do another one of these hikes so that kind of and then we you know you're running over the over the labor day holiday and all right that. And then you yeah. go back to work and you sure. know, it's like you right. go back to work and everything's well you wear you. yourself out right immune system yep. drops on you yep. and things like that so so it could have had all that so because. i want to ask a question back to the beginning of the conversation you mm-hmm. talked about the money you spent on rei oh my god okay so if you were to advise someone to prepare prepare for this where would you tell them not to spend or to spend their money on so i would if you're if you're really serious about it you know rei is the only place you can get this kind of stuff right um we went the to quality stuff quality quality as far stuff. as here in the tri-state in our in, in, in our tri-state, tri-state area. right yeah i mean i went to you know the other plate like uh so what's Cabela's rei stand for uh i, I did know uh, really expensive equipment incorporate <laughs> research equipment or recreational equipment incorporated okay. yeah yeah and they got everything and yeah. so when i went they even, was, got, they even got bear spray in cincinnati you can get bear spray at the so, rei right and and what i was what i figured out on the trail because we didn't take bear spray and after about i don't know like when we got to hot springs we thought yeah we should probably buy bear spray and we did and it's expensive other people I talked to out there said the best thing to use is a um, the horn that you use on a boat. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. it's cheap. It's, yep, air horn. Know, but you, and and you don't have to be within twenty feet to spray it. You can just blast yeah. it. And see, Megan called us so. and she said, "I'm going to tell him you don't need to because all I got to do is outrun him." Megan, <laughs> that's what I told Jeff. When we were in. We were in Yellowstone. I, said, I just need to out. Jeff goes, no, you know, you get big. I said, no, I just no, need to I outrun had, you. If you remember, I, I was carrying the bear spray. And my plan was to spray you at the bear spray. <laughs> get, me, get, me get you a head start. <laughs> That's right. I am the shortest, fattest, fastest guy in the world in the, when a bear is chasing you. Yeah. So, so, but the REI thing is, uh, I would say, buy light spend the Absolutely. extra money my light now the funny thing at rei anything you buy you can return for a full refund within a year okay. really? so i'm That's probably going to take some of my gear back and i'm going to spend the extra percentage to buy the lighter stuff okay yeah and uh, oh really but, they do that yeah they do and they don't even you can just i mean i already return one thing you just walk in and say i want to return this and they Still just in the it. package and they take it and yeah they don't it. care and they, they have a garage sale they take all the stuff they put it in right. on a shelf they call it the garage sale and oh huh, that's, and that's cool. why i asked that because yeah, a lot of people were prepared for things like this and they spend a lot of money on this and they realize mm-hmm. that it's like camping or RVing or whatever you spend money on stuff you really don't need but it also depends on the environment and what part of the trail you're on, what's what's your approach with. But where you were at, it didn't. A lot of the stuff wasn't necessary, right? They well, so you got to have the basics, and we and that's what we bought, right? And okay. they they actually fit you for a pack. I mean, it's a process, sure, and, sure. Uh, and and everything I bought worked, and we needed it, and it and it was good. It's just you can get a little bit lighter and weights everything. Oh Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that. So right. Yeah, I did a little bit of the trail back when our kids were younger and met a gentleman and 
the first time we went we were all idiots we we're packing four gallon of water and, right i mean we just we were we had no idea what we were doing and i met this guy and he's like your pack needs to weigh and i don't remember what the poundage like was less than 20 pounds or no it's more it's more than that but he that. said yeah. you you weigh no more than this he said you pack your pack you put it on a scale if it weighs more take something out he goes you keep weighing it until you get it down he said when you're done and your first trip is over with when you come home you'll still be able to get rid of two or three pounds of crap you didn't need he said and you'll learn so the next trip I packed everything up, set it on the scale, unpacked, kept doing that till I got it. Got done with that trip, and I went, "Crap! I could have left these four more things home." And right. ounces is pounds, right. and it, it adds up it when adds you start up. carrying that for a day. And yeah, they right. say the same thing for bug out bags: is like you need to keep it under a certain poundage. And right, yeah, right. Well, okay. you got to go with it. So. Right, right. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Tony, it's been a blast having you on, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah, thanks. So for Across the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And... Tony Roberts. And we'll see you next time. What a great podcast. You know, SJ is... It's just phenomenal. 11-year-old boy that understands football like that. Man, oh man. She got a career coming up. He just doesn't know it yet. Then when he had his dad on on here, and you know, after listening to him, we a little sympathy for his poor dad having to listen to that all the time. And then, of course, we had our great listener, Tony, who is SJ's grandfather on, talking about a trip he and his daughter, Megan, took to the Appalachian Trail, and then talked a little bit about a trip that uh, he and his wife and myself and Mary and uh, uh, Tony's uh, brother and sister-in-law were on, where Tony kind of had a little rock climbing incident up in Steamboat Springs. As usual, we want to thank all of our listeners for listening uh it's you guys are what makes this happen if you'd like to leave us a message you can email us at podcast at cross the line 1524.com or you can always leave a message on facebook so for Dwayne bischoff jeff montag reuben hunt i'm alan stanger and you've been listening to cross the line 